Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson. Wife, mom blessed by adoption, Jesus freak, wonderluster, overcomer, encourager, and an intentional living coach for moms. If you've stumbled upon this podcast, you're likely a Christian mom who's seeking more peacefully productive days. And what does that mean when we put it together? Well, first and foremost, we're focused on the peace that surpasses understanding and the steadfast loving kindness that comes from our Father in heaven. Next, we're focused on being good stewards of all our gifts and resources that we have been given in this life. And next, we want to be productive members of our family and our home, as well as our community and the kingdom. So if that sounds like you, let's go dig into today's episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Hello, sisters, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and I am here with my friend, Crystal Addis. And I am so excited to share a conversation with her here today because quite frankly, we have amazing conversations. Every time we chat, I just really resonate with her heart and her soul and her mission in life. And I'm excited to give you all a sneak peek and picture inside of her beautiful heart. Crystal is a wife and aspiring mother. She is a writer and owner of Braided Faith and Braided Work, where her goal is to help women balance tradition in an untraditional world. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you for being here. Please share more with us about who you are. Yes. Well, thank you so much for that lovely introduction. Um, I just absolutely adore you. And you're right. Every time we talk, it's like, oh my gosh, we're so much alike. Yes. <laughs> um, so yes, I, it's an honor to be here. I'm so glad to be talking to your audience and thank you for entrusting me um, with that because I know that that's a big deal. Um, and so I, I feel really honored that you would that you would invite me into this community. So thank you. Um, so yes, I am from West Texas. Um, I am not a mama to littles yet, but I am a, a mama to four giant fur babies. <laughs> They're yeah. half St. Bernard and half Great Pyrenees. Um, so we have a mama and a papa and two COVID pups, so to speak. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we have Holly and Mistletoe, that's mom and dad, and Mistletoe was actually scheduled to be fixed the day shutdowns happened in our town, and so, yeah. <laughs> it was like a little a little COVID accident pups. <laughs> yes, it How was sweet. completely COVID, COVID, COVID kids. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's been fun, um, and yeah, that's kind of just a part of who I am. (laughs) I love that. So a little backstory, Crystal and I actually met through, and I think it was like a challenge or something that I was doing. And she was, um, my assigned concierge and we just hit it off talking about uh, adoption and all these other things and just sharing our heart in that, but also for our heart for the Lord and our heart for business and our heart for 
lifting other women up and just hearing, hearing the voices and the mission of others. And so Crystal, you have braided faith is your business braided faith and braided work. Um, braided faith is a community, um, for supporting women and then braided work is a virtual assistant agency which is super exciting to me because I'm hoping to, to have a virtual assistant coming in 2022. So would you like to share any more about uh, your, your heart and mission for those with us? Sure. So Braided Faith actually um, started, it, it kind of in a, in a sense started back when my husband and I first got married. Um, so almost seven years ago, actually about six years ago, because I guess we were married about a year in. And it started out as a project purpose. And um, that was um, basically to help women going through infertility or miscarriage. And then it just kind of started to grow. Earlier when you and I were talking, you were like, I have um, my, you know, I, I, I speak to the mom, but yet I still have, you know, other you know, single women and, you know, and that's kind of what happened with me. And so project purpose just kind of grew into, then it grew into her sole purpose. And then it just, when the climate started to happen in, in, you know, what's going on in the world over the past couple of years, um, I started to really realize that a lot of women were struggling with um, having just this balanced traditional life, because we, I mean, we live in an untraditional world. There's so much going on. I mean, if you turn your TV on, you know, you're going to find, um, crazy shows are that are on quote unquote family TV that aren't necessarily for family, you know? And so it's just, I don't know. I just kind of, my eyes really started to open, um, up to just kind of the struggle that, us women have that the, the Christian women who want to, um, you know, be a, a full-time wife, uh, be a full-time mom who, uh, who want our husbands to be the head of us, but the world is telling us no, that, that, you know, we have to be independent. We have to be boss babe. We have to be all these different things. And, uh, I don't think it's wrong to have a business. Obviously I have a business, but I also, um, wanted to build a community where we understand each other that it's, you know, God comes first and our, and then our spouse and then our kids and, you know, and just kind of that, keeping that traditional, um, Christ over husband, husband over wife, wife over, over children and, and to not feel pressured, uh, for anything else. Um, cause I, I just think that it's hard for women, especially women that do live, that do work outside of the home. There's just this pressure to be independent. And I don't know. And so that's kind of where braided faith birth, uh, birth from basically wanting to help women with infertility and, and pregnancy loss. But I just seem to uh, attract general faith-based women who just love Jesus. And, and so that's kind of, what happened is, is I was like, you know, uh, my husband and I were sitting down talking about it. And I was like, you know, I have a heart for obviously the woman going through infertility. That's, that's been my journey is we've had, you know, multiple pregnancy losses and, um, even a failed adoption. And so, I mean, I know that pain. And so that's my, my biggest heart is, is to that, because I, I can speak to that. I've been through it. Um, but I also didn't want to, 
I guess, um, neglect or ignore that the Lord was bringing other women into my life, you know, that just wanted to love Jesus. And so I, I was like, how do I weave this together? How do I braid this together? And, and my husband was like, well, it's braided, you know? And so I was just, I pondered on it for a little bit. I was like, oh, that's perfect. It, it's just kind of braiding my heart for, um, for the woman who has just continuously gone through loss and grief. And then the woman who just wants to love Jesus and wants to fit in and, and have that community and, and people who understand her. And then also the women who do have a business in, you know, work hard and, and want to build an online business so they can be home with their kids. And so I braided it together and here we are. <laughs> I love that. I love the way that that you were just like obedient to, to God's push and like following his lead where it was one thing and it kind of became a different thing and became a different thing, but it's still rooted in your heart of that. Like for, for those with infertility and uh, miscarriage, pregnancy loss, like who are very much in that space. And that speaks to my soul because I know going through that, like just how incredibly alone that you feel and yeah. how you know, you just kind of wish that you had somebody who understood. And I feel like a lot of times in the church, it's difficult to find that, at least in my experience, that's what it's been, you know, children are a gift from the Lord. And, and when you see all these big families, you know, there, I know for us for a long time, we were the only couple in our church struggling with infertility. Um, or, or at least that we knew of for a long time, because mm -hmm. people didn't speak openly about it. And so I love yeah. that you provide that space for women and that community to bring women together. And I love how God just built it into something so much bigger. And, um, I loved that you had pointed out this, you know, with the husband's God first life and the, our husband's being our head. And I know how much the world will like push against that. And even in a lot of, I think church groups, um, you know, that I'll find on Facebook or something like that. It's even pushed against there sometimes. And, uh, I just know for, for myself and my marriage and our relationship, like everything is so much better that way. And there's so much goodness in living with how God asks us to. And so I love that you're supporting women in a space to come and, um, and to, to agree on things like that even though we are women in business, my husband mm. is such a huge part of my business. And, and I've had people tell me, well, we don't need to go ask him if you can spend money on something for your business. And I'm like, but I do like, I, yeah. I want his input. I want his say, I want his, um, his blessing over it. Not that I'm asking him for permission all the time, which it is a part of it, but I know that he carries a breadth of wisdom and discernment and he seeks out the Lord for understanding it as much as I do. And so I, I love that you have that space. Um, one of the things that you had shared with me before, um, is this God-given gift and strength that you have, um, and it's learning to balance and have peace in 
the busy. And oh, my heart just like races when I read that because I'm like, yes, girl, I love this. I so much relate to you on that topic. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about that? Like, how did you, how did this come to be a gifting or strength of yours? Um, how do you see it in your life now? And maybe what are some tips that you could share with the listeners on, um, on, whatever information you have with that being your gift and strength for those who don't have that. Sure. So it used to not always be that way with me. I used to be busy, 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 and just, um, people, I, I, it finally hit me at one point when, um, like kind of like back to back, I had friends telling me, well, I didn't want to bother you because I know how busy you are. Well, I thought about calling you, but I know how busy you are, you know, and, and it just finally hit me like, I, I don't want to be that person that's busy and I don't want to, to wear it as a badge of honor either, because it's certainly not, um, my, my, my health was declining. Uh, my relationship with God was just kind of, it was still there, but it wasn't, I, I didn't make room for him. There was no time. And so, um, he, I, you know, he was there, but just, I didn't spend the, the proper amount of time with him. And I just, I just didn't feel good. I felt achy and it didn't feel good to hear somebody tell me, but I know how busy you are. And so I really prayed about it and pondered on it and just started to realize like, this has got to change. Like I'm, I'm overbooking myself. I'm overwhelmed. Um, and, and also I was, I was having this struggle because my heart was to, to give to my home first and foremost, to have dinner ready for my husband um, because he worked so hard, you know, to, to, to make sure the house was comfortable and just a place of welcoming for, for him. Yes. When he got home from work, but also if we had a, a visitor come over, one of our parents just like happened to stop by. And so um, I just was, I was unhappy. I was miserable. And I knew it was because there was no proper balance in my life. And when I say proper, I think it's, it's unrealistic and unwise for us to think it's equally balanced. Do you know that, that um, we're going to give 20% home, 20% family and friends, 20% husband, like that's just not correct. And that's not wise. Um, the majority of my time is my home. And so I basically just kind of sat down and I prayed about it and I shifted my day and I like had boundaries. I put boundaries up and that's going to be my first tip to anybody is put boundaries up and you have to really have that conviction of of knowing that we are to take care of our home first and foremost um, we are you know we are to I mean it's biblical to to take care of our home I mean we we the Proverbs 31 woman is amazing right yeah. but my guess is is that that we all have that in us. Like, it's not something outlandish. It's, it's not, um, a goal that we can't shoot for it. It just takes prioritizing correctly, putting up those boundaries and knowing like what our convictions are. And so now I, I don't struggle with home, home stuff. Like my house is, is, I'm not going to say tip top shape, especially right now (laughs) (laughs) I've got, you know, I've got different holidays, like trying to intermingle and put up different holidays and put up the right holiday. And anyway, with all of that said, like, but my house comes first, my, my home comes first, my taking care of my wifely duties come 
comes first. And I feel like as a, as a mom for moms that are listening to this, and I know that's your, your main listenership probably, um, is, is though your children, I mean, man, that's a responsibility. Like you can't neglect that responsibility. And I mean, I know most moms know this obviously, um, but not to feel bad. That's going to be my second tip is don't feel bad about saying no. The Bible tells us to say yes, let our yes be yes. And our no be no. So just say no, you don't even have to give an explanation, you know, stop saying yes to everything and everybody. Um, don't worry about feelings. God is not concerned with other people's feelings. He's concerned with if your home is put together, if you're if your home is welcoming for your husband and your children, um, if, if you're, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not going to say every woman should cook and have dinner made. I mean, some people eat out all the time and that's fine too, but just make sure there's routine in your house. That's going to be third tip is make sure that there's some routine that, I mean, your, your husband and your kids know like your routine and, and what time dinner is, and just kind of keeping that consistency, eating at the table, and, you know, just, I don't know, there's, there's, to me, it was finally prioritizing and saying, my boundaries are up, I'm no longer going to give from my home to, to something that's not fruitful in my life at this time, um, not everything that we say no to doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's not for me right now. It might be a great yes, but it's just not, it's not for me right now. And I think that's one of the most important things is to just breathe and really get that. And just, I don't know. I think the biggest tip I can give is prioritize, sit down and know like what, what are your non-negotiables? What, what is going to come first in, and, and, and honestly, and it's hard. Like I had to start, I was doing speaking engagements here locally. And I had to finally set all of that down and say, this is not the time in my life because I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to be a housewife, a good one, and not taking advantage of that, um, opportunity, you know, because it's like, I was a housewife and still busy. Like, how does that work? You know, I wasn't even working full time. And so trying to get my life in proper order before I even started to add in other things. And so I think that was, that was where I really started was what, what, what do I really want to focus on most? And then I slowly started to add in, I mean, I even quit coffee dates, girl. Like I was like, I can't do these coffee dates anymore. It's taking away from my home time. And like my husband's coming home to a messy house because I was at coffee all day. How, how is that right? It's not. And so I just set everything aside and then I slowly started adding things in and, and I feel like I'm slowly still adding things back in and, and trying to get back to life. And did I lose friends? Absolutely. Some people didn't understand, um, that I, I needed to figure out this housewife life first, you know, that I really needed to put my priorities in order. I lost friends. I lost clients because I, you know, was like, well, I can do this, but I can't do that because I knew that was going to take way too much time, you know? Um, and so you might lose some relationships and opportunities once you start to really try to focus on this, what we call balance. Uh, but the Lord is going to reward and 
to pay you back. And, and I think that's the most important thing to remember when we're losing relationships and opportunities is that God sees what we're doing. He sees what we're sacrificing and he, he will reward us. And it might not be in what we think it will be. It might just be more fruit of the spirit. You know, it might just be more patience, more joy, you know, just all the, you know, different things that sometimes I think we forget to look at as a blessing, but it is, it's a blessing to have more joy and peace and, you know, all of those things. So, yeah, so that's kind of where, where I started and some of my tips for you ladies. Ah, I just love it, Crystal, so much. Like I have a whole page of notes here from like what you had just said, because so much, so much of it resonates with me so deeply. And I know we've talked about this before, this wearing busyness as a badge of honor and just how we both really related on that, like this hustle culture and boss babe stuff just didn't align with us in our hearts. And I think um, I don't know that I believe it aligns with God's either. And so I love that you, you kind of had this realization that that busyness that you were caught up in, um, was, it was affecting your health, your relationship with God. You were overbooked, you were overwhelmed. And I feel like that is such a common thing that we see with women today, whether you're a mom, whether you're a wife, whether you're single. And so know first and foremost, that you are not alone. Listen to Crystal's tips about one. She said boundaries Two, she said saying no and letting just a no be no. Um, I actually had my feelings hurt over Thanksgiving week by my brother. And it was just, it was something so silly. Uh, but as I sat with the Lord in it and just processed that, I was like, you know what, I'm going to turn this and actually use this as a lesson because he had just said, no, he didn't provide an explanation. I think it was the tone that really affected me Mm -hmm. mostly in the way that he had said no. Um, but it made me feel less than and whatever else. And, And so I had to sit down and think about it and process those thoughts and feelings and, and bring them to the feet of Jesus and realize that's a good thing that Mm -hmm. he is able to just say no and not require an explanation. There's no justification necessary. And so take Mm -hmm. a word of advice from that ladies and that you can say no, um, especially when it's to good things that aren't necessarily God things. And I love how you had really touched on that crystal with saying no to clients or even coffee dates. Like Mm -hmm. I had another situation like that come up recently where it was like a client slash friend. And we were talking about meeting up to chat and, and I thought it was just like to chat, catch up, whatever else, but I had a really busy schedule. And I was like, you know, let's, let's push it off. And, and then she had made a comment about like, you know, the working relationship a little bit, not in a, not in a negative way. And I was like, oh, wait, I didn't realize that's what you wanted to talk about. Like I can make space on my calendar for that at any time. Like you're a client, like you, this is included, whatever. Um, and she's like, no, no, we can wait. I'm like, it's just different buckets, right? Like mm-hmm. I have the mental capacity to serve a client in need. I don't have the mental capacity this week to necessarily do another coffee date and catch yeah. up kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And so I love that, that you had pointed that out too, that sometimes you're going to have to say no to things that, that are good things that do matter, mm-hmm. but focusing on, um, on really, is this fruitful And, um, the other thing you had mentioned, 
was about having routines and keeping consistency in your life. And you mentioned, um, you know, dinner at the table with your family and things like that. And man, I just feel like I could go on and we could have a a two hour (laughs) conversation (laughs) Yes, about all the things that you, that you just shared. One of the things I love though, is how much you have pride in being a stay at home wife, like how you take pride in caring for your home and caring for your husband, making sure your home's a welcoming environment, making sure he has dinner on the table. Like those things matter so much to me. And I think having those things be priorities in my life and a focus of my life, it just makes my whole life so much sweeter. My relationship, my home is more welcoming. My, my relationship with my husband is better, which affects my relationship with my son and my friendships and how I'm able to show up as a a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. And so I think it really, it really does come down to the foundation of things. And I love how much braided faith focuses on that. And, um, you had mentioned the word balance and, um, I, my coach had actually said to me the word harmony, which was funny because then a few months later we went, she hosted a retreat and I went to a place called new harmony, Indiana. And it was like, I, I feel like I officially found harmony in new harmony, <laughs> but harmony to me is just like, like a symphony, right? The music just dances and And I, I love that so much more than balance because balance, I think of scales, you know, and like the weight of justice and, um, whatever else, the scales of justice, but for harmony, it's like, no, they're just like our women's cycle, you know, sometimes (laughs) go up and down and other things are going to go up and down. And it's just this ebb and flow where we can't expect every day and every season to be this perfect balance, but, but being obedient, being aware and present and letting God guide us into, Hey, you know, maybe speaking engagements aren't the best thing for us right now, but but maybe focusing on those foundational things right now will help those speaking engagements be even better in the future. Um, and so peacefully productive days is something that I really stand on. And I love helping women and mothers, um, find and live by these peacefully productive days and everything that you had said, I just felt like wrapped up so beautifully in that, um, in that, phrase. Yes. Um, I love that phrase. Thank you so much for those tips. I love, love, love it. And you had mentioned about wanting to get your hands on the uh, life and goals planner. And I'm just saying everything (laughs) that you just said is like in there, uh, it will relate with you so well. And so we'll need to talk about that more. Yeah. I I need to grab that for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I I know you're going to love it based off of all the conversations that we've had. Um, so Crystal, I know that, um, you have gone through kind of this season of, of rest with the holidays and kind Mm -hmm. of sitting back and revamping braided faith a little bit. Um, and are like in a season of kind of relaunching, And so I'm definitely going to drop your links for your website and your social medias in the show notes. So people are able to contact you and connect with you, but do you want to share any more about that or your braided faith show or anything that, that you have in the works? (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, anybody can just, um, because I'm taking, you know, some time right now currently to just kind of um, re regroup, um, I'm not quite sure what's going to be happening <laughs> once this um, podcast airs, but visit our website, braided.faith, and there are links to basically everything, even the braided work um, you know, virtual assisting and for entrepreneurs who are looking for a VA or VAs who are looking for work. Um, and it's, it's not quite an agency. It's basically a team of VAs that work together as a team. So it's a little different than an agency, but that's just the best way to explain it. Um, but yeah, so just braided.faith and that'll, that'll have even a link to, to my podcast, um, which is kind of on hold too right now. So yeah, it, they can just go to that website and find what they're looking for. <laughs> the most up-to-date information yes. will be there. Definitely follow <laughs> Crystal on Instagram and on Facebook as well. I always love the things that she has to share. And I know whatever comes out of this season that she is in, it's going to be beautiful because everything she puts out really truly is. So thank you so much, Crystal, for being on here. Thank you for being on the podcast and sharing your heart with us. So much goodness came out of this episode. I have two questions before we part. One of them, I probably should have given you a warning on, <laughs> but sometimes it's really fun not to, but you were also in my Tuesday talks that I had previously. So maybe you'll remember but I always love to ask, what does intentional abundance mean to you? Intentional abundance. Let's see. I would say when I think of that word, I just kind of think of um, intention, intentionally giving to the Lord of our time, um, of our resources when, when needed, you know, if somebody's in need and just expecting an abundance in return. And like I was saying earlier, not necessarily material, you know, things or financial things, but just the abundance of, of the fruits of the spirit, you know, feet, peace and love and, you know, patience and joy. I mean, it's just, just being intentional with life and expecting abundance all the time, you know, and I don't know, for me, that's been really important this year is just um, just kind of living in that abundance and expectancy and knowing that, that he he's there and he's, he's going to provide whatever it is we need for that day. You know, if we're needing a, an extra dose of peace, I mean, his mercies are new every morning. And so sometimes we might need a little bit of a, <laughs> extra peace or patience, uh, you know, whatever it is. So I like, I, I like that question. It's a good question. <laughs> love it. I love everybody's everybody's definition or description is so different, but as, as they all come together, it just makes this abundant picture of what intentional <laughs> yeah. abundance really is, you know, a full, it's very whole and encompassing, um, of the idea and mission. And I love the way people describe it differently than, than I ever could. <laughs> so thank you for that. And then the last question is just any last thoughts, what God is putting on your heart to share with the listeners today I feel like Holy Spirit always gives us amazing guidance and wisdom, especially in the moment when we just ask. So I always want to know yeah. what, what is God putting on your heart to share as final thoughts? Um, if you're listening to this, that you are 
the daughter of the one true king. And I really hope that you will embrace that and really just sit in silence and just really, really grasp that. I mean, honestly, I feel like I didn't truly grasp that until this year. Um, Just that, wow, I am, I am really his daughter. And that's, that's amazing. When you really sit down and just like, try to even slightly wrap your mind around that, it's, it's just an overwhelming love. And it's given me personally so much peace and just knowing where I am is exactly where he wants me. And just knowing that he, he is my father and he is going to always take care of me. I don't have to live in fear. I don't have to live in feelings of unworthiness or, or anger or frustration because, oh my gosh, he's my dad. Like Jehovah is my father, you know? And so that would be what's really stirring in my heart for women these days is is I just hope that if you're listening to this, you will really sit in silence and grasp that because it's amazing when you truly receive that and walk in that. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, thank you again, Crystal. Thank you so much for sharing your heart with us and um, God's truth and your gifts and giving us tips. I pray that all of the listeners of this episode will, will have notes as extensive as my own and allow it to um, come in and transform their lives and make it better. So thank you, Crystal, and have a blessed day, everyone. Bye. is just so good, isn't he? I want to let you guys in on a little secret. So Crystal and I actually recorded this podcast episode months ago, and we talked about releasing it in the spring. And it just so happened to fall on my calendar to come out today, which is incredible that we talked about marriage so much in this podcast episode, because we are hosting a 14-day Pray for Your Husband challenge over in the Intentional Abundance community, and we already have over a dozen women lifting up their husbands every single day, probably more, just a dozen are the ones that are commenting, amen, to get in for the prize giveaway. But these prayers are so powerful. They are based on scripture. They are going to be lifting up you and your husband throughout this challenge. Powerful, powerful stuff. So whether you're in a good place, maybe in the middle place, or even a rocky place, please, please, please join us in lifting up your husband's over these next 14 days. The challenge did start on the first, but everything is stored in the guide. So you're not missing anything, ladies. Please jump in. Please lift up your husbands and we'll see you over in the community.